Hey guys, welcome back to the weekly standby. I'm your host, Griffin. I'm Cedric. And this is the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and TV shows. And, and occasionally games. True. That is true. We, yeah. we need to um, include that in our intro more often, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. So that being said, um, that aside, we're going to get into um, modern comedy shows. Yes, we are. Or at least, um, or at least, comedy um, shows over the past decade and how much they've re- they've really changed. Is is it just me or have they like really um, changed? For the better, of course, definitely. Of course, yeah, obviously. For the most part, um, we're going to talk about um, shows that. Um, or well, a first off, we're going to talk about uh, t- start off by talking about two shows in particular. One that Cedric introduced to me, and one that I introduced to Cedric. Yes. That 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 being what um, I uh, Cedric introduced to me was a Hulu original series called Extraordinary, and uh, what I introduced to Cedric was an Amazon Prime original series called Upload. Yeah. Both of which are really good in their own right, and they both have um, some seasons coming up. No, yeah, I don't do. think a release date has been given as of yet, but uh, they, they, they're more is coming. More, more anticipation is, coming, is to yeah. come. Yeah. Yeah, uh, would you say that Barry is a is more or less a comedy? Uh, yes, Barry is a comedy to a certain degree. Uh, that is coming up real soon, in less than a month at the or about a month at the time of this recording. I think it, and they, we will it was talk April sixteenth. I think it was April sixteenth. Yes, yeah. we will we will talk about that um, later. So stick around. But right now, let's talk about um, uploading extraordinary. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, do you uh, want me to get the ball rolling, or uh, you want to take uh, take a stand on this? Um, everyone's gonna hate me. Um, I watched both of the shows; they're very, very good. I forgot a lot of the characters' names in both the shows, unfortunately. Um, but <laughs> Don't worry, that's what I'm here for. But um, extraordinary is it's really, really good, and I honestly like like. It's really, like, surprising. Like, it's very surprising because I thought it was going to be bad. I thought it was going to be, like, um, one of those, like, normal, like, horrible sitcoms that come from, like, Disney or something like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, just, um, uh, straight one... up goofy, kiddie, exactly, yeah. of, like, family-friendly, which, yeah. which is fine. But um, call me crazy, but um, I feel like there's too much of that, honestly. I mean, really? I know that, um, you know, the fresher it is, then people are going to check it out. I'll always consume it, but I'm personally I'm a little bit burned down on that. So stuff like extraordinary upload, among others that we're going to discuss, are a real breath of fresh air. No, no matter how how vulgar they get. Oh yeah. Now, in in the context of extraordinary, um, the show is basically uh, about. Um, I don't know if it's the whole world, but just in like like um, just in the place where the show takes place, everybody who's above eighteen gets superpowers. And this one girl, the main character, does not have any superpowers, so she feels very alienated from the rest of her friends and just everybody else. And it um, and it causes a lot of conflict between her and the other characters, um, mostly her sister, but also her parents as well. Uh, and her friend, especially yeah. Her friend. Oh yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, and her friend, and it's this—it's very interesting because in this world there are virtually no crime fighters. Um, 
Um, yeah, there are a group of people that try to fight crime, but it doesn't end very well. Um, no, it does not. It does not at all, no. And it's just a very good... It's very interesting. I've never seen anything like it. And I think... Um, and I think that's what makes it so compelling, you know? Um, we don't really have that these days. Like, everything is just, right. like, IP. Like, like stories that we've seen before. Like, look at Star Wars, man. Like, we're still... Mm. We're still seeing the Skywalkers to this day. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like we needed something new, and I feel like extraordinary, something, uh, um, something uh, fresh and uh, just different. Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like extraordinary is that different thing. I, I definitely feel like extraordinary is that different thing, um, as well as upload. Um, it kind of. How, how did you feel about upload? Upload is great. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Rest in Peace Department. Have you seen that movie? By I have not. Uh, it's not the best. It's okay. It's not the best. But it kind of reminded me of that, about like, the whole concept about how like they go to like um, their own versions of the afterlife, basically. Um, hmm. But yeah, it's just... A, they're very both really interesting shows, and I like them a lot. Because they're both very different, like what? I said before. And yet, um, I feel like Extraordinary and Upload have um, some parallels to them in a, to some degree, in which it takes place in a world where um, things are seemingly convenient for everybody else, but there's always a catch. Yeah. Uh, by, by sometimes comedic and just uh, other times just outright sad. For Extraordinary's case, um, yes, everybody has like some degree of, you know, quote unquote, power that they could use, but then there's someone else who's not like everybody else. It just leaves something to be desired. Yeah. And I guess in Upload's case, it's more or less the opposite in which, you know, the main character is privileged. You know, he's being taken care of. But then when you see like all these uh, layers and he's um, he's like meeting all these people, to a, he's meeting all these people, he in a way changes. You it could say that um, with... Well, well, um, what's her name? Jen from Extraordinary, I mean? Yeah, Jen, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say Jen in a way she kind of um, devolves, but then she, um, right right at the end, she kind of evolves to a certain degree, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like when she realizes that um, she's perfectly fine with uh, this guy, uh, Jizzlord, and yes, that, that is the name they've given him. Uh, they changed his like... name at the end, didn't they? Did they? I don't remember that. That was when, um, that was when, um, uh, Jizz Lord found out that he had a kid and wife, right? Like, uh, right, but that was, that was like the very name. She said his name, I think. Right. Okay. Um, I think so. I, I think so. I'm not, uh, I, I'm not, uh, I don't really remember. Um, neither do I. It was more so like two seconds at the end, so I don't really remember. Um, I'd have to watch the show again, but man, it's just, um, um, good you know um uh, and i feel like um and i feel like uh these shows are not only not only good because they're different but it's because like there's so many layers to to uh to these characters you know and it's yeah. just really really great and also the fact that they are series um makes it so like you get attached to these characters yeah you know and it's just like um like in the case of Upload, in the case of the main character, I forget what's his name again. 
Nathan? Yeah, Nathan, it just goes to show you that, yeah, like, like he has money and everything like that, and he has a girlfriend who cares about him, but is he really fulfilled in life is the question. And I think that the answer to that question is no. Right, at least until he meets Nora. Yeah, exactly. And, like, he wants more, you know? He wants to be... um, He wants to be better, you know? He wants to be a better person. And I feel like that's great. I feel like that's great, you know? Because, um... I don't... um, Obviously, um, there are a lot of other things that we've seen that with. For example, Iron Man, um, when he gets captured and then he comes out... And then, and then he wants to become a better person. So he shuts down the the um, military um, weapons division of his company, so he can become a better person. And we've seen that with a whole bunch of different characters, but but upload is just different, I think. Yeah. Um, it's more so, um, kind of like a murder mystery and a comedy, because they're trying to figure you out. You know who, what? I'm, what? I'm glad you brought that up because. I was just going to say, I'm glad you brought that up because here's something I've noticed with like um, good modern comedy shows today is that, um, and I'm not saying this applies to all of them, but for what um, the good ones or the ones we get attached to, there needs to be some degree of, um, I guess, just a hints hints here and there of both drama and mystery. What do you call them? Drama misty? No, no, no. I should just say um, uh, drama and mystery. That's kind of good. I like that. Drama misty. I like that. Is that a word already? I don't know. I was just trying to think of think of something like that because there's such a thing as dramedy, but yeah, no one really dramedy, which that's is, a word. which is drama and comedy. Yeah, uh, but what I, I like dramasty though. Is, I I like dramasty. Okay, we'll call it that. Um, dramasty, uh, in which because I guess you could say maybe extraordinary didn't have a lot of that, but I feel like it had like just the the bare minimum of mystery to it. Yeah. And by, by that, I mean, like, um, why doesn't Jen have powers? And who is Jizzlord? Yeah. And with her Upload's case, um, is Upload or um, Horizon or Lakeview, however you want to define it, is it really all that it's cracked up to be? I don't is, think so. Um, um, for... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And, like, who killed Nathan? There's, like, all these, like, little bits and pieces and questions that just um, – you know, and here's another thing that I really appreciate about some comedy shows today is that they don't try too hard. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, they don't take themselves too seriously. Or too funny. Yeah. Now, um, um, in the case of Extraordinary, um, I think the comedy lands because it's just so good. You know, not only right. not only is it so good, but it's like they don't acknowledge... They don't acknowledge the funny parts in the show. Like they just happen, and they're like subtle. Mm. It's it's very subtle comedy. Um, I, I completely agree. Um, so it's not like The Office. It's not like Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's not like it's not like um, Abbott Elementary. Um, I more or less say that it's like Barry or Silicon Valley, in in terms of comedy. Mm. I could see the Silk, maybe Silicon Valley. Not sure about Barry, but you know what? Okay. I think um, Extraordinary reminds me a little bit of. What? Well, maybe maybe not the show, but uh, Jen, to a certain degree, reminds me of uh, a certain character from another comedy show that I'd really like to talk about. Who? Hi, I'm Dave. I'm Lil Dicky. Hi, I'm Dave. Who's Dave? Hi, that's I'm Dave. That's such a good show, man. Oh, my God. That's a great show. And it, and it's only, it'll come out in two weeks. Three weeks? Uh, April season, 5th. Season three? three? I think that's. 
Season four? Yes. Three. Season three is uh, coming up real soon, and I'm really feeling it with that one. Awesome, man. That's cool. And, I'm excited. And what I was, uh, was getting at before with how um, how Jen and um, Dave or Little Dicky, I don't know how. For, for now, let's, I'm just going to stick with Dave because that song is in my head now. <laughs> so between uh, um, Jen from Extraordinary and David Bird from the show Dave is that um, they feel like, in a way, they feel like victims. And that's, that's another thing I feel like um, uh, comedy shows do a good job of is that, um, in a way, like, yes, like they, they do like have certain, certain bad things do happen to them and you feel bad for them, sort of, but that can only go so much. That can yeah, only go exactly, on for so yeah. long. It's like, um, when was this? I want to say this was in season one where Dave uh, breaks up with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, like, do, um, um, yeah, where she feels, I can't remember her name. Was it Jennifer? I'm probably wrong. Um, no, I don't, Allie? I can't remember. Oh, Allie, Allie, Allie. Allie. That's Allie. Of course it's Allie. Why would I think Jennifer? Um, so yeah, um, Allie's just feeling really inferior to everything like at her sister's wedding and yet um i feel i don't remember the full um conversation or argument but dave is like what no what 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 am i supposed to do about it just i'm I'm a genius i'm supposed to like feel bad like no no that's i can't do that it's just like um yes in a way you, you could see in a way it's he does sound genuine but also not entirely genuine at the same time I feel like did. I feel like it's very hard for him to connect with other. It seems like he's not. He doesn't have any good social skills. Um, right, and um, no one really understands him yeah. because how many uh, Jewish white rappers are there? I don't think there are any. Or none. Or how many Jewish white rappers with um, uh, Dicky quote unquote um, problems? Uh, I don't think there are very many. Exactly. It's like, in a way, I, I kind of get where he's coming from. You feel like you're the only one in the world. So why wouldn't people pay attention to you for standing out so much? But at the same time, you got to like, you got to split the death. Yeah. Uh, something that I think really, really hit the nail on the head with um, the last episode or the, the season two finale when him and Gata get into um, a pretty tense um, argument where he's like, where everyone's like, no, you use me, man. What? No, what, what? Why didn't you tell me that? You remember that? Yeah. But then he realizes that, you know, in a way, he, it, even though like people, even though he's going to get attention and people like his music, no matter how much time he waits, he needs to realize that maybe he's not all that. Maybe the people around him, that should just be enough. I don't know if like he's going to start from square one to season three again, but I really hope that he, um, he shows that to, he starts realizing that he needs to do a better job of showing how much he appreciates the people around him. Yeah, and and uh, I thought that he was going to be a better person for Allie. You know, I thought that, mm-hmm. um, I thought that things were going to change between him and her. I mean, obviously, like um, they did have a few moments in season two, right? Like he went over to her house a couple of times in season two, I right. think, right? Yeah. Um, now. I would have loved to see him and Doja Cat. Like, I would have loved to see more of her in the show because it seemed mm-hmm. like, well, um, uh, it seemed like they were doing pretty well, like in the first episode, at least. Right. 
you know? Um, and yeah. uh, I would have loved to see, um, even if it was just another episode with her, like, I would have loved to see just a little bit more of her, you know? But hey, I mean, um, I think that they made the right decision. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's, it's a good part of, um, Dave's, um, um, underdeveloped character development or no exactly. character underdevelopment, yeah. underdevelopment of character, we'll call it. Yeah. But also like you need to go down in order to pick yourself back up. Yeah. And that's stuff that I feel, um, um, I'm sorry to feel like it's shifting here, guys, uh, but let me think about this. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So recently, um, a teaser for Only Murders in the season three of Only Murders in the Building came out, in which we'll see Meryl Streep and Paul Rudd appear in it. Yeah. Um, and going back to – sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say that that's another show that um, – or a comedy series that deals well with ego – that's that's another thing I think that um good comedy shows have is that characters who um not like excessively narcissistic and egotistical, but I feel like when you have something like Dave as well as Bojack Horseman like set the tone for like people with bad ego and then they realize no that they're not all that, it leaves something to be desired. Mm-hmm. And the same could be said with um not Bravos. That's I, I know that's his name in the show. Or at least for his show in the show, but um, for for Steve Martin's character and only murders in the building. God, we need to get better and remember their names. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, now that now that season three is around the corner, someone someone does get killed or someone gets really hurt at the the last the very last scene, didn't they? Yeah. Um. No. Um. Brought, uh, they thought that. Uh, um... Uh, was it Steve Martin? I think, yeah, Steve Martin got fake stabbed. Because uh, they were trying to catch the real killer, and um, they knew who it was. And so um, they fake stabbed uh, Steve Martin, I think. Was it fake, though? Yeah. I think it... Wait, did, did, wasn't, didn't it look like it was fake at first, but then it turned out to be real? No, no, it looked like it was real at oh. first, but then it turned out to be fake. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. We are bad at this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Any case, yes, that is something I'm looking forward to. Um, what do you? So, with all of these seasons coming up really soon, between um, we, we, we but we don't know what to say about upload and extraordinary. There's no specific release date. I'm hoping they'll come out this year, but for ones that we do know that are coming out, between Dave and Only Murders. Mm-hmm. Uh, what 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 what, <clears throat> what predictions can we make about those? Um, for only murders, I would love to see a Theo episode again. That would be great. Same. That that like see... that was perfect. That was perfect. Um, now uh, a while ago we talked about how um we talked about how there was another episode that did something similar to this. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it was um it was the episode with Sam and Henry in The Last of Us. Um they did something yeah. similar. Um now there was another show that did something similar to both of those shows, but I don't remember the name. But I just love um I really love the execution. It was done very well. It's done Agreed. very well. Um now 
I can't remember what other show it was that did that. Wasn't um, it? Wasn't it Maya Lopez and Hawkeye? No, I don't think so. Um, Cause like, uh, even though she was deaf, like you could still hear the other people like speaking from her point of view. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what was it though? I can't remember what it was. Um, but anyway, I just, I love that, that execution, like to go into other people's point of view that don't see the world the same way that we do. It, 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 it adds like a whole new element to storytelling. It does. You know, and I just, it makes it so compelling, you know, and I just, it's great. It's really great. Let me think about it. Um, yeah, for, for Theo in um, Only Murders, I, it's, I feel like that um, maybe he could appear for like uh, maybe two episodes, but maybe no more than three. Otherwise, it'll feel like they're just um, relying too much on his appearance, I guess. Plus, it would get kind of confusing for everyone else because I'm not sure if they they know sign language that well. Mm-hmm. Mark, you know what? That that'd be a, that'd be pretty interesting if um one of the three of them uh, between uh, Oliver, Mabel, and Bravos. Crap, we got um, if they if, like one of them um, learned sign language at some point, or no, learned sign language in the past, but then misinterpret what he's saying. Is he actually deaf? What, you mean the actor? Yeah. That's a good question. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Theo Demas. Um, oh, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to spell his last name. Okay, there it is. Okay. Uh, let's see. Theo Demas is served by James Caverly. James Caverly. All right, Theo Demas. Okay. Now, oh, wow. He actually is deaf. Okay, that's that's cool. Okay, that's cool. So, that, is. Um, that means that the other actors probably do know sign language. I, I hope that's the case. Or yeah, at least um, at some point, like, language. one of them will pick it up, and then they try to put it in the show somehow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, sorry, um, sorry, I didn't know if you were going to speak, so I didn't speak. So this I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if <laughs> you happens. were going to um, speak. So, so, uh, well, it's something that happens when uh, you record simultaneously from different locations. What can you do, right? Um, yep. But yeah, that's um, for what I was saying on how um, um, some mystery needs helps with um, good comedy series to come in really grab people's attention only murders does that like perfectly but um dave doesn't really need that much right or you know what i shouldn't say that dave does have like a bit of mystery to in which um gata was really freaking out for so to speak he was getting like um i don't know i think it was implied that he was bipolar but it turned out that he just wanted dave to appreciate him i guess and like who wouldn't be mad about that yeah yeah but now that that's the case i I hope that, or actually, from a comedy point of view, I'd like to think that um, maybe they um, maybe they grew apart, and I don't know. Maybe um, Gaeta gets more popular than um, Dave did, and he's just like, well, no, nah, I'll, I'll I'll bounce right back. 
That would be interesting. Yeah, oh, uh, that would be interesting, you know. Um, and I actually right? just found out that I think that the relationship between Gaeta and and Dave is exactly how it is in the show because I looked at I looked at Gaeta's like like Twitter page and it's all like just little dicky stuff and so I'm assuming that it, it like that's their actual relationship in real life. Huh. It might be. Maybe I mean that's it is based uh, loosely uh, based off of him, isn't it? Yeah, it's loosely based off of his life. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like um yeah even though it's based off of him, I don't know if, if like what is what isn't true, but they probably took some liberties. I feel like um even if it wasn't true, that um him and Gata would like drift apart so to speak. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I would like to think that at some point they drift apart, but and they they butt heads, but hopefully they find them um hopefully they find their friendship um as cheesy as it sounds back back at some point. Their yeah. broham, their broship, however you want to define it, especially since um, you know, Benny isn't really in the picture anymore. Who's Benny again? He's uh he's his manager, the redhead. He's not in the picture anymore. No, no, no. I I don't I don't know if he's leaving the show, so to speak. But I remember like one of the very last things at the end of season two is that he he wasn't going on tour with him. Oh really? Why don't I not remember that? Hmm. At least I think that's right. what happened. All right. So yeah, I don't know how that will how that will turn out. Maybe he'll still be his manager. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like there needs to be a little bit of something to keep things. I, I would assume that would be something to keep it interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Now then, we've uh, we've gotten things uh, darker. But now we're going to get even more darker by getting into one of the darkest shows we've seen. And yet at the same time, it's oddly funny, which is Barry. Oh, yeah. Barry, yeah. We have to talk yeah. about Barry, don't we? Yeah, we do. But um, I think that uh, – what do you think is going to happen for the last season? Because he's in prison. Uh, do you think he's going to get out? Hmm. I like to think that, but maybe not at first. Maybe here's what I think would happen. It'll be more or less with like uh, with Fuchs in season two, where, um, or no, not season two, the the season three. What am I talking about? It'll be like where Fuchs um, meets a girl and he gets comfortable to his lifestyle, but then he reads something in the paper about how Barry is having it good, and he's just like, okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. Then he just like drives off to ruin Barry. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, uh, uh, Fuchs is also going to be in prison with him. Right. What I'm what I'm getting at though is um, I like to think that um, Barry, despite like the the teaser trailer made it look like he was in a downward spiral that's not stopping, but again, looking at it from a comedy perspective, I like to think that at some point he gradually gets used to prison, or he starts to understand that what he did was wrong, mm-hmm. and like maybe I like to think that um in prison they him and Fuchs would be separated. Mm-hmm. You know, because so like, Fuchs is like not, not has always been a bad influence for him, but I don't know, maybe if they were together, then that would probably make it even funnier too, I guess. But I like to think that he'll um, get around more people because you now him, part of the reason he gradually turned away from being a hitman was because he, uh, he found interest in something. He found uh, people 
who uh, were really putting their all into acting. And I don't know, I'm not sure if they have acting classes in prison, but I like to think that he'll find something in prison or just a group, he'll um, gradually accept him. And at first he'll like acclimate, but at the same time, maybe he'll get a visit from someone or maybe just something, something will happen that will make him like um, snap, so to speak, and put him back to like, I'm getting out of here. Or I don't know, maybe Hank helps him at the very last minute. Mm. Well, you're coming to what? Yeah. Because you got to have like awkward moments in there, despite like how darker it really is getting. But um, who knows? That's 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 like the huge guilty pleasure of Barry is that it could be this thing and it could be that thing. But at the same time, it could be a whole bunch of these things at the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? Um, you know what I realized recently about the characters of Barry? Hmm. Or at least between um, Barry Berkman, um, Sally, Mr. Cousineau, and Fuchs, I'm probably missing someone else. But for, for now, let's focus on the four of them. Is that they, in a way, they they all have something in common. In a way, mm, that being that, I mean, other than being characters in the show, is that um, they're like changing. In a way, they have they try to be this person, but it turns out that they have like a lighter side to them, or maybe a darker side, I guess, mm -hmm. so to speak. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Or well, I, actually, um, Wisecrack did a did a better job at explaining this. So, a video that came out, they talked about dark comedies last year. But I digress. Um, I like to think that um, not every there's everyone from the last season will appear or have like some degree of um, influence on all of it, but, mm -hmm. but who knows, right? That's, 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 that's kind of the best part about Barry is that letting things be unpredictable as they are. But that being said, um, anything you have to say about the upcoming season? Um, I, I'm also, ex I'm excited, but disappointed. Um, season four is the last season. So of course that, uh, Gets me disappointed a bit. Um, I'm excited to see it again, though. Um, I really liked season three. Season three was really great. Um, I remember when when me, you, and your dad were talking about our favorite uh, part of season three. Um, what was yours again? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, oh, um, I think... I think yours or your dad's had to be when, um, oh wait, oh wait, no, it was, um, it was, um, when he got caught by all the cops because, because if he's yeah. supposedly the best mercenary, how did he get caught? Like, how did he not know that it was a trap? I think that's what yeah. we were talking about in the car. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That, that was a really good twist, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I was just like. I was just like, holy crap, like, um, he goes into the house, and then all of a sudden you hear, drop the gun, Berkman, like, from the back, and then they all just start walking into, into frame, I'm like, holy fuck, holy fuck, He's screwed. you know what I he mean, is screwed. it was yeah. crazy, man, it was crazy, and also, um, oh, oh, uh, my favorite part was when Sally went apeshit and killed that dude, oh, yeah, yeah. What do you think's gonna happen with her? 
Um, I don't think she's gonna be in the show anymore. Yes, she is. She, she appears in the trailer, dude. Oh, really? Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, I guess I forgot. I guess I forgot. I don't know, man. I'm not really sure what's gonna happen with her. Um, I feel like like Barry would like try to talk to her. Maybe. Um, they didn't really break up or anything. Like they didn't break up. Um. Well, oh. She, oh no! It was oh. I remember. I remember a, what it she was. She literally took a flight out of there. Well, yeah, but yeah, true. Okay, but like I remember what it was. I remember what it was. It was when Barry. Um, it was when it was when Sally. Um, didn't like the producers or whatever, and Barry offered to go into into like break break into her home, and like start moving shit around to make her go crazy. And he didn't realize that he was talking to Sally. You remember that? I don't think. No, he knew he was talking to Sally. Oh, he just didn't oh. realize how fucked up. Yeah. Or, I mean, he didn't realize um, what, what he I was meant. saying yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. messed up. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. But yeah, it's just um, that that was crazy. And I think that's my favorite part of season three. That's my favorite part of season three. Mm. At least I think, man. I don't know. I mean, I think. Uh, I, I think. Uh, uh, it's up there. It's up there with with my favorite parts. Um, um, another part is when Sally went like ape shit on on her manager. Was it her manager yeah. or the? Uh, it was I her manager, say, right? Maybe assistant. Okay. I don't know. I don't think. I don't want to say manager. Just like she was being like hushed a lot. You know. Yeah. All I can say is that um they were in class together, so I don't know if it would really make sense if she was her manager. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they were in class together. Yeah. Um that was one thing and then um Sally just seems like a deeply deeply narcissistic person. Uh like everything's right. about her everything's about her all the time and so even her apology was about her, you know? Yeah. And her manager was like you need to take this down and she was like fuck you. Which is crazy cuz like like, if your manager, the one who's supposed to help you get, like, get roles and help you find work, is telling you, like, you fucked up, you should probably listen to them. You right. Know? And it, it seems, it seems really crazy. And, I mean, um, we all knew that she was like this. We all knew that she was like that. Um, even at the beginning of season one, we all knew that she was like that. And. Yeah. And, you know, and like I always like I don't like her character. Like I know that you're not really supposed to, but I just I don't know. I, her character just sucks. Her character sucks. Um, I kind of get where you're coming from. It's more like, you know what she's like. Now that I think about it, what she's like, um, the anti Jen from Extraordinary and the anti Dave from the show Dave. I say well, that because, like, um, Dave is... I say anti because um, there are parallels, but the big difference between the two, between um, her and the two of them, is that only now is she realizing how much she fucked up. But yeah. Only then, her case, it's a little more severe. Well, yeah, but the, but the problem is, um, I mean, I don't really agree with it being anti-Dave because Dave is also a little bit narcissistic, also. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no denying that. But I mean, like between Dave and Jen, is that they're realizing it? Maybe, maybe not like, um, not like, not like that. But they're gradually, they're gradually realizing that they, 
they need to open their eyes and be just a little more self-aware about th- people and things other than themselves. Mm-hmm. In Sally's case, though, she doesn't realize it until she she's done something that she just can't come back can't come back from. Which, oh, you know what I just realized? Mm. What since Sally um, Sally killed someone? Yeah, but Barry tried to convince her that um, that he did it. That being said, I doubt that she'll be entirely convinced. So. I remember, no, I don't remember when this happened, but there was a flashback where um, that showed Barry and uh, his army buddies congratulating him for, for killing someone. Yeah. So that being said, now that that, that was probably the point where, <clears throat> excuse me, where uh, Barry like thought that there's nothing wrong with uh, killing people. But for Sally, I, I'm not saying Sally will turn into a hitman, but I, I feel like it would be like comedic and a bit of irony if she gradually became a little bit like Barry, just like awkward and, you know, very, um, very traumatized PTSD, very tense. Yeah. And then maybe she'll realize um, how, is this really how Barry feels all the time? Yeah. And maybe she'll, I'd like to think that she'll, she probably won't, but I like to think that she'll feel just a little guilty about, um, leaving Barry and not meeting up with him later, which is which is what um, she said she would do, but she didn't. And maybe when, uh, like, she'll, she'll hear something. I don't know where she is or where she's going, but I like to think that maybe it'll come up in the news or the newspaper about um, Barry getting arrested, and she'll be all like, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just me. Or, you know what would be really ironic? Hmm. Again, I don't know if this is going to happen. It probably won't, but I feel like it'd be very um, ironic or um, for, for for a comedy if um, her and NoHo Hank um, touched base. That would be that would be crazy. That would actually be really funny. Oh yeah, and Hank, um, he he's another one. I actually, make that five characters between Barry, Sally, Mister Cusino, Fuchs, and NoHo Hank. Is that they're all trying to be something that they're not is what mm. I'm trying to say. And they have like a darker side to them is what I was trying to get at earlier. Mm. Or a lighter side, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, I digress. I have, and enough, enough about me and like, you know, my narcissism. But uh, I feel like it would be kind of funny if, uh, I don't know, somehow Hank tracked her down as like, hey, so, Barry's a girl. Um, what? Yeah, it's all right, you know. Barry's cool. I, I, you know, he's just just the way he is. And I don't know. Maybe he just says something to convince Sally to to go back for him or something. And that that's how they break out, mm-hmm. or that that's how Barry gets out some way somehow. Again, I, I don't know. But I think it would just be like an insanely funny and ironic if it showed that. Um. Oh yeah, you know, we're we're, we're buds now. We're we're working together. So you coming? Uh, sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Um, we have yet to see what will happen. Um, I think it'll be a very interesting uh season, though. I think it will be a very interesting season. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, how much time do we have left? Uh, we have about four or five minutes because we're at thirty nine, and we get to forty five. In that case, um. 
let's um let's let's shift gears here for a minute um for for so we can get a little more of of this out of our system so far we've talked about um comedy modern comedy shows are well shows over i want to say over the past decade that we like yeah but what about modern comedy shows that we don't like yeah um I don't know. Uh, modern comedy shows that we don't like, like what? Like what would um, modern comedy shows like, that we don't like? That's a good. Um, I don't know. Um, well, I know one for for you, and I I could say something on my part, or would would you rather like want to think about it? I, I know there is one that you don't like, but I I, I don't want to like ambush you and speak for do you. Do I just like do that. I just not remember? I probably just don't remember what it was. Um, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know if it really you count it as a comedy, but I'll I'll say this. I'll give it to you this way. It's a series from Netflix. Does that ring a bell? A series from Netflix? Um, oh, Big Mouth? Uh, no. Oh, shit. Um, you want to just say it? It's definitely not Umbrella Academy. Um, no, we, we like that one. That's something uh, can, to Can you give me a hint? Again. Can you give me a hint? Um, it was trending like crazy, and you said it really bothered you that you didn't like that you didn't like the show. And I haven't seen it yet, so I can't really give much of an opinion. Is it Wednesday? It's not Wednesday because I didn't say that I didn't like it. Or it, it is Wednesday, but maybe maybe you oh. didn't say you did like it, but you didn't like it as much as you thought you would. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. No, yeah, uh, Wednesday's not a comedy. It kind of sucks. Um, I think it's it not, is a comedy. Uh, well, it's not funny then. Um, now, uh, the, the line delivery, uh, kind of sucks. Um, it's not more so the line delivery. It's more just, um, the whole entire script just is lacking heavily, very heavily in a lot of areas. And it's hmm. just, um, I wish that it could have been better. I really wish that it could have been better, but you know, um, um, apparently Jenna Ortega is going to get a producer credit on season two and she's going to be a lot more involved in the writing from what I've seen. Um, and that would be great because it seems like she more or less has a grasp on what the character is supposed to be. Okay, then. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that usually winds up being the case. I mean, I don't know how often, but usually when, um, someone or when the star, the actor who stars who stars in it um, gets involved? Like for for, for in, in this case, I think I think um, go going back to Barry. I think I read somewhere that Bill Hader is going to direct every episode or has directed every episode of season, for season four? four. I mean, really? Or he wrote it? I, wow. I I don't remember, but I'm I'm almost positive that I I read somewhere that he is is very involved in every single episode, not just as his character. Mm-hmm. But um, that that being said. Can you name one good thing about Wednesday or why you think people like it so much? Um, I do kind of like, like the monster mystery aspect of the show that, um, that I think is really good. Um, one reason why I think that people love the show so much, um, I think that it could, uh, some part be, um, taken more seriously no 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 sorry take itself more seriously sorry no i uh um i feel like it could be some part due to nostalgia for the character um Mm. 
and that people just like to hold on to the to the Adams family because I know a lot of people that like them. Uh, my sister does, um, and um, I don't know. I just um, um, the script was more or less pretty bad. Like it was, it was, it 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 wasn't the best thing I've I've come across. It was it definitely was not the best thing I've come across. Um, now, uh, going off topic here. Did you watch Catch Me If You Can? Have you seen that movie? Of course I've seen that movie. I, I think I've asked in the past if you've seen it. Why am I only hearing about yeah. this for the first time? Today, today, apparently, apparently, um, the person that Catch Me If You Can was based on lied about some of, like, his backstory. Like, he lied about lying about the things that he did. Huh. Uh, apparently. Um, at least I think so. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. I mean, bearing in mind that it's um, it's a comedy, you know, there there are going to be some liberties to be taken, in which not not everything will like be true. But but hold on a second. Here here it says uh, by the New York Post. Um, let me see. Uh, Catch me if you can, con man Frank. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Frank Abagnale lied about his lifetime of lies. So we just lied about about like lying. He lied about. About lying, basically. So does that mean he told the truth? <laughs> well, well pro probably not, but I just feel like that would get just a little confusing when people say lying about lying or stuff like um may I may I not un something. No I don't know. As in like he lied about his lies, which means um hold on a second. His pants are on fire. Hold on a second. I'm reading it. Hold on, Keith is a detective. I'm trying to see if I can figure it out. Figure it out. Hold on. Uh, accusations that Abagnale had fabricated his life story uh, had been swirling for years. Um, but with no household intent, those stories never reached critical mass. Abagnale's fantastical feats remain unchallenged. Keith eventually teamed up with the professor named William Tony, a Florida Border Patrol officer and professor of crimes. He witnessed Abigail talk. Okay, so he too had witnessed Abagnale talk and didn't buy it, so he enlisted his students to help investigate. Uh, Keith sent me an 87-page filled, oh, sorry, file of old newspaper clippings. Um, along with correspondence from Tony, who died in 2010, some, some of what Abagnale said was true. He did forge checks, masquerade as, pilot, as pilots, sit in a few jump seats, escape a jailhouse, and go to prison in Europe. But the rest of his not-so-humble brags were inaccurate, misleading, exaggerated, and totally false. Wow. Okay. Still a good movie, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Still a fantastic movie. But, um... So, uh... Uh, it says here that, um... Chief Counsel Vinton D. Lids told Keith that an initial check of employment records for the last 10 years does not indicate that one Frank W. Abagnale Jr. has ever been employed as a consultant or 
or in any other capacity by this committee, nor did Abagnale steal money from a deposit drop at Boston's Logan Airport while dressed as a security guard, as he'd claimed in his memoir and talks. Um, and, his, and his Pan Am antics were seriously embellished. But um, still a good movie. Yeah. Um, that's why he also never cashed the $17,000 fraudulent attack. Worth $2.5 million. Um, oh, okay, so... There's no evidence to support this claim, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so... Um, while an FBI agent was looking for him... There's also no proof that the Bureau set up a task force dedicated to his capture. Um, so yeah, it seems like he did lie about a few things. Um, now, um, it also seems like he did try to sue the person that said that he was lying about those things. So, um, And that person that also accused him of lying about those things died 13 years ago. So... Yeah. Huh. Sounds like um, an idea for a comedy. Yeah, I know it does, yeah. But but hey, I mean it's still a great movie. Um I don't think That's it's as good thing. as the Aviator though. The Aviator is fantastic. Mm. Did you see that movie? I did see that movie. Um it's little um food for thought is that um not not the movie, but who the movie is based off of is um is actually the inspiration for Tony Stark. Oh, I don't know really? if you knew that. Really? Yeah, and not not Leonardo DiCaprio, but the guy who he yeah, was playing yeah, 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 was yeah. the inspiration for Tony Stark. How do you know Stanley, that? I think I, I looked it up at one point. Uh, I don't know. I, I want to say it was like something Stan Lee said. Mm. Maybe an interview. Wow. I remember it was one of my really thick um, encyclopedia uh, books. I mean, that does make sense because he probably was alive at the time that that uh, Stan Lee was writing Iron Man. So he probably hmm. was alive at that time, right? Let me see. Possibly. I don't know. Uh, let me see. So The Aviator, uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, written by John Logan, uh, billionaire. Okay, so Howard Hughes. Wait, um, actually, I think I, did, I also read something like that. Now, Howard Hughes died in 1976. So yeah, the, yeah. So he was alive. At the time that Stan Lee was writing Iron Man. Now let me see. I think I did read something like that. When when I was. Um, I think I might actually watch that movie again tonight. Um, now I think that I was. Uh, I did read something like that. Yeah I did. I did. I did. Yeah. Um, when I was watching the movie. I I was looking him up. And I, and I came across an article. About it. Um, but yeah. Like that's, that's super interesting though. Uh, it's a really good movie, and I could see the similarities between him and Iron Man, but we should probably leave that for another episode. True. Yeah. Now, um, that being said, uh, go, going back to comedies that we're not a big fan of, yeah. or, or at least um, you, you said uh, what you weren't a big fan of, but on my end, I can't get into cringe comedies for the life of me. So like what? I've tried, and I failed, and I just can't do it. Do you have an example? I've got a variety of examples like um, The Office, Parks and Recreation, Curb Your Enthusiasm, which I really, really wanted to like because I'm a big fan of Seinfeld. It was it stars and was created by the guy behind Seinfeld, Larry David, but I just can't do it. 
cringe comedies? I don't know. I, I feel like they do what um, the comedies that um, we really like don't do. But they do what the don't do that. What I think cringe comedies do is the things that um, the comedies we like don't do, in which they um, they rely too much on um, the comedy itself or, well, just awkward or cringe-worthy moments and um, idiosyncratic. Audiosynch- I don't know how you say it. It's like one of those things where characters are like, I don't know, interviewed into the side and they just describe a certain situation or something mm-hmm. like, like a mockumentary of sorts. But um, yeah, I, I just can't do it. I mean, maybe that's why I don't like that's maybe that's why I really can't stand Ryan Johnson stuff too. Mm-hmm. I just can't, I know it maybe like officially hasn't been described as cr- cringe comedy, but that's, that's all I do. That's all I can do when I see his stuff yeah. with, with like an exception or two, but <sighs> I digress. Johnson. I'm not, Sorry. I'm not going to get into it, but yeah, that's 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 me. Mm-hmm. I, I I like comedy when it doesn't rely too much on comedy alone. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. And I feel like you know what? Um, now that I think about it, I feel like I could like Ryan Johnson more if he didn't rely so much on comedy and subversion a lot. If if he just stopped doing comedy and stopped trying to subvert our expectations, I I feel like he might be doing. I could give him another shot, but I done until that remain until then that that remains to be seen, and I will, I will cringe every time I think about him or see any of his stuff, mm-hmm. which includes Knives Out. Knives Out was pretty good, man. Come on, no, it's not. The first one was pretty good, no. man. No, it wasn't. The first one was pretty good. No, it wasn't. Um, the second one was pretty bad, and I really want to talk about it in an upcoming episode. Why don't we talk about it now? We're already talking about comedies. Um, because we are out of time. Ah, yeah. darn it! I was so into like ranting about how much we hate him. Something uh, dude, we can agree what? On. No, that's not something we can agree <laughs> on. That's not something we can grab. But uh, but anyways, um, all right, guys, um, thank you for listening, uh, to this week's episode of the Weekly Standby. I'm Cedric. I am Griffin, and this is the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and TV shows. And occasionally video games. Exactly. All right, sometimes. guys. Yes, yeah, sometimes. All right, guys. Uh, all right, guys. See you next week. And thanks for listening. See you next week.